the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. The WinBet Casino is now offering a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 for new users. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit. You're going to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one single entry. So head over to StableDuel.com and get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Rod Gomez. You can find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Find the show on Twitter and all of the SGPN Fantasy world to include the USFL, which we're going to take a break from again, but uh, is coming back. So we're going to make sure to give you more USFL fantasy content as we get closer to the season. It's only, I mean, like 16th, right? We're, we're really close to the USFL season, which is super exciting. But uh, for now, we're going to take another step back from the USFL because we're going to start mock drafting. It's never too early to start mocking. And look, here's the thing. We talked about it yesterday, of course, with our uh, lovely guest, Derek Yoder, about just how much the fantasy landscape has changed over the course of the last month, even. And so this is going to shake up a lot of mock drafting. So reps, we talk about reps. That's what it's all about as far as being good at what you want to be good at. And fantasy football is no different. So if you want to be good at drafting, you draft. So this is what we're going to do. We are going to start mock drafting here. And I'm going to be using the sleeper mock draft tool because, uh, one, I want to see their ADP, which is what a lot of people are going to be using. And, uh, yeah, again, I just want to talk through what they've got going on. So this is a 10-team PPR snake draft. I am claiming the second draft position because it's an interesting position. Right, you don't always you don't get the first pick off of the board. You don't get the very first pick. You don't get the best best player, uh, but you tend to get the the next best player. And then you got to wait a long time sometimes in some instances. Ten team, not so much. Twelve team, yeah, sixteen for sure. But then you have to make really strategic choices with your next few picks because again, the turn takes a while to get back to you. And then you take two players off the board. And you got to wait a long time again. So. A lot of interesting strategies that come with pick number two. So we're going to go ahead and start the draft. Uh, Interesting to note, right off the bat, the first player in the sleeper ADP is Jonathan Taylor. We know what kind of a season he had last season, over 1,800 yards. Uh, And, of course, he goes first off the board. So now that leaves me with a choice between guys like Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, or maybe I want to go Devontae Adams. Those are the first five players that are suggested on the board. And here's the interesting thing with all of these guys, right? I mean, uh, you look at a guy like Dalvin Cook, injury uh, is is a big factor with him again last season. So do you take him? He did well. I mean, obviously, he, he's a stud running back. So, uh, you know, but do you trust Dalvin Cook? Then there's Christian McCaffrey, who you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is injury prone, just cannot stay healthy at all. Uh, the last couple of seasons and has burned more people than he's helped uh, over the last couple of seasons. And it's tough. I mean, you you really, you want to go for a guy like that, but 
you know, then there's Derrick Henry, who you know is the workhorse, but does he take a step back? That's the question. Uh, is this last season's injury, and he's not injury prone, but is last season's injury enough to to make Tennessee kind of back off of using him so much so that he's definitely fresh and they don't lose him down the stretch? I mean, he came back for the playoffs, yes, but, uh, you know, do, do you want to take that risk with him again? Then Devontae Adams, right, changing teams now. We talked about it yesterday with his old college quarterback. Does that give him a boost? But does that make him worthy of a number two pick? That, that's the question here. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook. I, I still like Dalvin Cook for what he did uh, last season. Again, he was 1,100 yards last season, so definitely somebody that I want, and I want a good running back first. I'm not a zero RB guy. I, in my opinion, is sometimes the, the stud re, uh, running backs are your stud running backs for a reason. So I know Jonathan Taylor broke that mold last season, but whatever. <laughs> I'm still I'm still riding uh, Dalvin Cook for with my second pick. Then Devontae Adams went off the board. Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Tyree Kill, and his new digs in Miami went off the board. After that, seventh pick went to Christian McCaffrey. So that's kind of low falling for Christian McCaffrey. That definitely is a drop for him. Uh, and I think we may see that in real life as well, and maybe even falling out of the first round. So. I mean, that's interesting to keep an eye on, too. Stephon Diggs after that, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Nick Chubb uh, in round two, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, uh, A.J. Brown, and Alvin Kamara uh, were the final ones. Now it's up to me again. I'm looking at guys like Kelsey, Chase, Gibson, Samuel. And my thought process here, I don't want to take Travis Kelsey, even though I know that this is probably the Travis Kelsey bonanza next season, but I can't pass up a guy like Jamar Chase here uh, because Jamar Chase, to me, had such a fantastic season last season, right? I mean, just busted out completely in his rookie year, um, had 1,455 yards, 13 touchdowns, 81 catches, like the, the combination between him and Joe Burrow is only getting started. And if I, even in redraft, which is this is basically, I, I don't want to miss out on an opportunity to have Jamar Chase on my team just for the simple fact that I think that this is just a, a relationship that's just taking off. So give me Jamar Chase with my second pick. Travis Kelsey, no surprise, comes off right after me. Then Antonio Gibson comes off, right? And this is an interesting situation, too, because we know that now with Carson Wentz over there in Washington, what does that do for a guy like Gibson, who is already a thousand-yard rusher there? So now does he settle back into that role? Um, does he does he play more of a factor into the, the passing game, even though J.G. McKissick is there? Uh, again, just... Lot, it's so early to be speculating on stuff like this, but this is what we do, right? This is off-season fantasy football for you. Uh, we really have to just try to create the storylines that we may end up seeing later on down the road. So for me, like I said, I'm on the clock now. Looking at, uh, in, the, in the realm of Debo Samuel, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, George Kittle, uh, I'm, I'm, again, still too early at tight end for me. I know that, again, last season you could always make the case that the top three uh, tight ends were, were the ones that you don't want to miss out on Kelsey Kittle. And, uh, and even then I just, you saw what happened to Kittle, right? Got hurt. Kelsey was the only one that kind of panned out, but even he was disappointing on a week to week basis. So I'm okay with waiting on tight end. I'm okay with waiting on quarterback, uh, but we'll see how deep I can go into this. Good thing. This is only a mock and I don't got to live with this team, uh, because then I could take some chances on, on what I want. But, uh, for now, give me Debo Samuel. And give me Debo Samuel because 
I'm a homer, and I love Debo. I love Debo's potential. I love him rushing. I love him receiving. Uh, again, you know, he had so many. He had 1,405 receiving yards last season, and and rushed for his fair share of yards as well. So, you know, Debo is a beast, and I want Debo Samuel on my team anytime I can get him. Uh, again, because I'm a Niner fan, and that's just the way I work. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins comes off after him. George Kittle. Uh, in in the fourth pick of that round, Keenan Allen, intriguing because again, what kind of Keenan Allen are we going to get? That's the question. Then the first quarterback comes off the board. No surprise, it's Patrick Mahomes, followed by Josh Allen, and then Aaron Jones, Javante Williams, uh, Mark Andrews, uh, another tight end off the board, uh, Cam Akers, C.D. Lamb, Darren Waller, J.K. Dobbins. Uh, David Montgomery, Terry McLaurin. After that, Mike Evans, Deontay Johnson, and now it's back to me with my fourth pick in the my first pick in the fourth round and my fourth pick overall. So staring at me right now are Josh Jacobs, Michael Thomas, DK Metcalf, uh, Kyle Pitts, T. Higgins, uh, Chris Godwin. So this is what makes this interesting because I had just gotten done saying that it might be too early for tight end for me. So now that I'm staring at a guy like Kyle Pitts right here in this area, I mean, you could say give me Josh Jacobs to round out my running back room, but I, I think I can wait a little longer on that. Michael Thomas, still not really sold on his potential uh, coming off of that injury last season and, and with the quarterback situation over there. In New Orleans, still to me, not necessarily the, the greatest out there. DK Metcalf no longer has Russ Wilson throwing to him. So what's that going to look like for him? Again, that's a situation that uh, needs to be monitored over the next couple of weeks. And I don't know that I want to have DK Metcalf and then have a scrub quarterback throwing him the ball next season. And I would have wasted a draft pick on a guy like DK Metcalf who won't return the value. So, you know, Chris Godwin has... Tom Tom Brady back but you know what I'm going to break my tight end rule I'm going to take Kyle Pitts because Kyle Pitts is probably the only passing threat left now in Atlanta uh, and he's probably going to get the ball a ton we talked about it yesterday as well so uh, can Marcus Mariota get him that ball that's the question and he probably can I mean like I said Marcus Mariota is used to having some good tight end help and so now here he has Kyle Pitts fall to him and I, I think I'll take a chance on that so Earliest I've taken a tight end in a very long time, but it's funny because you, you listened through my thought process there as far as why I broke my my rule. So uh, I guess the good part about it is that Chris Godwin just came out afterwards, and now I'm going to go ahead and take Josh Jacobs, a very underrated guy last season. I, I know that a lot of folks were, you know, I was high on him coming in. He had back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons uh, in 2019 and 2020. I thought he was going to do the same but it sort of fell off there, 872 uh, in in last season. But again, didn't only he played 15 games. He was hurt a couple of those, and of course, you know he he had to deal with a guy like uh, Kenyon Drake. So, I mean, kind of took a, away from him a little bit. But give me Josh Jacobs. I think he's down for a bounce back season. Um, and and really, if if he does, especially now with uh, a guy like Devonte Adams there in. Las Vegas, it could help that running game take off a little bit because uh, there won't be so many people crowding the line of scrimmage waiting for the run game. Now, 
Devontae Adams is going to have to to take the top off, as they say. Hate that saying, but it, that's really, I guess, what it ends up being uh, of that offense. So uh, the next off the board was DK Metcalf. Again, I, I my concerns of him and who's throwing him the ball. Justin Herbert comes off next. T. Higgins after him. Uh, Amari Cooper now in Cleveland after him. CEH comes off after that. Jerry Judy, uh, who now has... Uh, Russell Wilson throwing him the ball, that's a good thing. And then DJ Moore, Leonard Fournette, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Tyler Lockett, TJ Hawkinson, Allen Robinson in his new home in L.A., Miles Sanders, whoo, give me a break. And Brees Hall is the first rookie off the board, and he goes in the, what is it, uh, sixth, uh, seventh pick of the sixth round. So interesting. Uh, uh, before Elijah Mitchell, even. Which, wow, all right. I mean, Elijah Mitchell, we don't know who the quarterback is going to be necessarily next season. Everything points to maybe Trey Lance, but Jimmy Garoppolo's not gone yet. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, All right, so that leaves me looking at guys like Jalen Waddell, Travis Etienne, Garrett Wilson, James Conner, now all alone over there in Arizona, Dak Prescott, Adam Thielen. Um, And here, I'm going to get interesting. This is where, if this was a real draft, I don't know that I'd take this opportunity, but I I think that Jalen Waddell is going to benefit from having Tyreek Hill over there in Miami, and I think he's actually going to be a fantasy value, uh, and and I'm going to take him in the sixth round. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but again, I think he's I think he's got a good situation going over there, and I have a feeling that uh, he may get a, a few more looks with everybody guarding Tyreek Hill and, and what Tyreek Hill has to offer that uh, offense. And Tua has an opportunity probably to connect more with Waddle than he did last season. So are you looking for Las Vegas-style casino fun in the palm of your hand? Well, look no further than WinBet. It's the premier online casino from the five-star Win Resorts properties. From classic table games to all the best slots, thrills, and jackpots, WinBet has everything you need for the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today. You're going to get a 100% first deposit match up to $1,000 and join the WinBet Win Hour. It's from 2 to 3 Pacific Standard Time every single day. Better prices on select games and anyone who has the WinBet app is alerted right on the hour. No need to think about it. They'll tell you. Bet $500 or more on college basketball on Thursday through Sunday. You're going to be entered to win a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas. So if you wager $1,100 on the men's college basketball tournament Thursday through Sunday, you're eligible to receive two entries in the prize draw. So much to choose from. And all you got to do is download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at WinBet com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through win bet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 sgpn is at it again this time giving away one thousand dollars in their final four contest respond to 10 questions and whoever has the most correct wins one thousand dollars to enter just go to sports gambling podcast.com slash final four that's sports gambling podcast.com slash final four you're listening to this, you know there are never enough things to gamble on. And the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Go check out Stable Duel. It's a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You pick your horses, you build your stables, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. You can win, get this, as much as $25,000 
with just one entry. If you don't know anything about horses, that's cool. I don't either. Don't worry. The app, it gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. It's free to download at StableDuel.com. You get multiple games offered each day with free games weekly. It tracks all over the United States. So get in the app. Create your account. Start building your stables today. You can invite your friends to play against you or you can play against our stables. Even follow them in the app and we can compare our stats. So download it now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, win. As always, we're brought to you by PropSwap. It's where America buys and sells sports bet. The final four is set. PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. Last two weeks, prop swappers have been making thousands of dollars simply by buying and selling college basketball teams. And you can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Then after you make a purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet at any time to lock in that profit. Like our friend Patrick from New York sold a $1,000 35 to 1 Houston championship ticket for $6,000 on prop swap that's before their elite eight game patrick turned one thousand dollars into six thousand dollars guaranteed and the buyer got the best odds in the country so go to propswap.com or download the free prop swap app today it's got fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value you get a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale plus a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit cash match. You use that promo code SGP on your first deposit. PropSwap's going to match your deposit up to $500. So join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. Uh, Connor comes off the first pick of the seventh round, and that brings it back to me. How how low do I want to go at quarterback? Because at this point, I have guys like Dak Prescott. Because uh, I've got Garrett Wilson sitting here. Right, I've got Dak Prescott, I've got Adam Thielen, and then I got Joe Burrow, and then Traylon Burks is is what's next in the rankings as far as sleepers overall ranks. So again, do I take a a shot on a wide receiver, an unproven wide receiver, uh, or do I take Adam Thielen? Uh, do I take Dak Prescott, or do I do what I think I'm gonna do and pair my Jamar Chase pick with a Joe Burrow a Joe Burrow pick? So now, without even realizing that I was going to do it, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase together and double up on that goodness. So uh, I waited till round seven. I probably could have waited a lot longer on a quarterback, but I don't think I could pass up the value in Joe Burrow right there because I don't think, especially in this situation where, uh, you know, the, the, the computer does a lot of the mock. I know they try to make it very logical in, in what it picks, but... Uh, a lot of times, it's not always best available, but it seems like it. So I knew that Joe Burrow would not come back around to me. And and probably in a real draft, he wouldn't come back around to me either. So taking Joe Burrow here, not necessarily that bad of a thing. Uh, and then Wilson comes off the board. Then Thielen comes off the board. Then Burks comes off the board. So we just talked about those three. Uh, Dallas Goddard comes off the board. Wow, this team needed a tight end, didn't it? Uh, and then Elijah Moore, uh, James Robinson, Cortland Sutton, Isaiah Spiller, uh, Brandon Ayuk, uh, London Prescott, and then Robert Woods now out there in Tennessee, uh, Damian Harris, uh, Walker comes off the board after him, another rookie, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown after him, and then Aaron Rodgers. See, this is why I wouldn't have gotten Joe Burrow because this team probably would have ended up taking Burrow right before me 
So if I would have tried to have Burrow come back to me, I don't think it would have happened. So, um, all right. So there's Pittman, Devontae Smith, Kareem Hunt, Russell Wilson, um, or Marquise Brown, maybe even Chris Olave. Uh, you know, those are the names that I'm staring at right now. So here's the intriguing thing. I think Michael Pittman uh, and Matt Ryan may do some special things next season. Uh, we talked about it yesterday. We talked about how Matt Ryan will be throwing the ball. He's got Jonathan Taylor, yes, but uh, I think he's going to be throwing the ball like he did in Atlanta. So I'll take a chance right here because I still, I'm still not sold on Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Philly. I'm sorry, all the Philly fans. I'm sorry the statistics that back it up, but <laughs> I'm still not sold on Jalen Hurts. So give me Michael Pittman. We'll see what Matt Ryan can do for him uh, next season, and maybe maybe it'll be a better a better situation for Pittman than than Wentz was. Uh, Hunter Renfro, interesting, comes off the board. He wasn't anywhere near that, so that leaves me with another interesting situation where right now I've got my QB. I've got both starting running backs. I've got both starting receivers. I've got a starting tight end. I've already got my two flexes. So we are, you know, got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more picks left in this draft. So now I'm sort of just filling out the rest of what I got to fill out. So uh, Devontae Smith, we just talked about him. Kareem Hunt, uh, not necessarily want any piece of that Cleveland offense. Um, no offense to <laughs> to Deshaun Watson, but I think I'm good there. Uh, Marquise Brown is is intriguing. Uh, it's just frustrating because he really should have been better last season. Uh, it feels like the the Ravens as a whole should have been better last season. Uh, but he's still at a thousand yards, which you know is not bad. So mm, I don't know. Maybe let's do this. Let's let's go ahead and take Marquise Brown. As a as a, a backup receiver, because if it's a thousand yard uh, receiver in the ninth round, I think that's really good value, uh, and, and me talking me and myself into it. So uh, then there's Brandon Cooks, then there's Michael Carter, Kareem Hunt, uh, Olave Beckham comes off the board. That was an interesting one too because we don't know where he's going to land. So that's a good speculative ad if you wanted to uh, figure out where to put Beckham on your on your roster. Apparently, this guy does. Um, and then Devontae Smith, Dawson Knox, uh, A.J. Dillon, Darnell Mooney, Chris Carson, Julio Jones, another guy who doesn't necessarily have a home yet, uh, Chase Claypool, uh, Devin Singletary, then Jalen Hurts, Melvin Gordon, who I think stands to benefit from Russell Wilson being there, uh, along with Javante Williams, Dalton Schultz, the tight end, comes off the board. So now I've got to make a decision because, again, I've already got pretty much everybody that I need to start now so now i'm just filling out bench spots here uh so i'm looking at a guy maybe like mike williams who last season again everybody wanted big things out of uh, got big things <laughs> right he got 1000 yards so that's again the argument that i made for marquise brown making for mike williams i'll take mike williams now this is where i've got one two three four wide receivers now okay so maybe this is where I need to start running up on some on some running backs to fill out that. So I'm looking at Chase Edmonds, actually, which is uh, interesting now that he's with Miami. What does that do? Uh, what does that mean for him? I feel like he's going to get uh, probably there's Miles Gaskin there, too. So is this going to be a two-headed monster there with everybody else that they brought into uh, over there in Miami? So it's going to be a crowded backfield. Chase Edmonds has the talent to to pull up and to do it and to be the guy, to be the lead guy. Uh, 
But unfortunately, I don't know that he's going to get that opportunity. Uh, so, But I'm not looking for a starter. I'm looking for a bench guy here. So I might as well go ahead and add a guy like Chase Edmonds because the other guys around him as running backs, talk about Cordell Patterson, which you know we talked about him uh, not being able to sustain, I think, what he did last season, this season. Uh, and then there's Tony Pollard, which, you know, again, is, is good on his own, but him sharing with Ezekiel Elliott still hurts. Um, then there's James Cook, another rookie. Then there's Miles Gaskin. Uh, Ronald Jones now, who's in Kansas City, who could bite into CEH's overall value. So if I'm talking about a backup running back, I might as well take Chase Edmonds. Um, he does have the, the potential week to week to be a week winner. So hopefully in that bye week uh, that um, that the uh, Dolphins have, or, or that my other running backs have, Josh Jacobs and Dalvin Cook have, uh, we can get Edmonds to, to sit in for that. Uh, all right, so uh, I talked about my pick, uh, Mike Williams, but Gasecki came off after that. Rashad Penny came off after that. Then I picked Edmonds. Then Stafford, uh, then Fryermuth, then Trey Lance, who who knows. if So this team, Team 5, now has Jalen Hurts and Trey Lance as their quarterbacks, and they took them back-to-back. That's an interesting draft strategy. Uh, Kenny Galladay went after him. Cordell Patterson went after that. Noah Fant, Kirk Cousins. Ronald Jones ended round 11th, uh, and then Williams, Javante Williams started 12th. Uh, Tony Pollard, uh, I'm not sorry, not Javante Williams. Williams from the rookie uh, went 12th. Pollard went after that. Uh, Tyler Boyd, Juju Smith-Schuster, who now assumes the role in Kansas City. Then Cook, then Gronk, uh, and then Gaskin. Hunter Henry after him. So we talked about Miami running backs, right? Here's another one, Raheem Mostert. He's, he's right here at the top of the suggestion list. Then Ramondre Stevenson, uh, Kyron Williams. So we're looking at a bunch of guys that are perennial backups. But we'll see, let's see, DJ Chark as a wide receiver. Gabriel Davis is an interesting one here because, again, now he gets to be uh, there. But he also has to share... Uh, the wide receiver room again. Now that Cole Beasley is gone, you would think that Gabriel Davis uh, would be the guy, but I don't know. I mean, I think Gabriel Davis has a, stands a better chance of being um, the 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 kind of guy that we wanted him to be this season that he started to come on to after that uh, this season. So, but again, I'm looking for bench, right? So uh, maybe I need to uh, I need to focus on guys that can be, win me weeks. Um, but with Jamison Crowder now in that receiving core, uh, I know Adam, Adam thinks that uh, <laughs> Crowder is going to be a good addition there. Uh, I'm not necessarily sold on that. So, uh, All right, Dotson goes after him. Deshaun Watson, now the newly minted receiver or the newly minted quarterback over there in Cleveland. Uh, I said receiver because I'm looking at DJ Chark talking about receiver. Uh, but Tua, again, I, I just – or now he's in Detroit. I'm sorry. See? Old habits die hard. So now he joins Jared Goff over there in Detroit. And look, Detroit needs themselves some receiving help. They have Amon Ross St. Brown, but the rookie, if that was your leading receiver, everybody else after that, you know, TJ Hawkinson, Khalif Raymond, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown had 912 yards. Hawkinson, your second leading receiver in terms of yards, 583. That's your tight end. So you know 100% that 
that uh, there's some help over there that's needed. And, and luckily, I think DJ Chark provides that for uh, Jared Goff because he definitely needs that help. Uh, so after Chark, uh, Raheem Mostert comes off the board for the next team after. And then Ramondre Stevenson, Kadarius Toney. Uh, Pickens comes off. Fields comes off. Brady comes off. Kind of a long way down for Brady. I mean, we all saw what Brady did last season, so I'm wondering what took him so long to come off the board here. Ertz and then Bateman, uh, Justin Tucker. Now we're talking kickers here, folks, uh, where Justin Tucker, Butker, Gold, uh, my boy Koo. Aw, I missed out on young Hoku. That's tough. Uh, Zerline, Myers, Lutz, and then uh, Matt Gay comes off. So my turn to pick one. Uh, I'm going to pick, let's see, there's Rodrigo Blankenship there, Evan McPherson. Do I go full in on on the Cincinnati offense? Uh, Jake Elliott, Tyler Bass. Uh, You know what? Give me Rodrigo Blankenship because, guess what? I like his name. Uh, Rodrigo Blankenship comes off for me. Uh, So, yeah, this is just defense. I'm not even going to worry about defense as far as um, picking a defense at this point because, we're so early into it. Who cares? Uh, Elliot comes off. Steelers defense comes off the board. And then for me, I, I guess I'll tell you a, a defense. Um, let's pick the Niners defense because I'm a homer. Then the Chargers, then the Jets, then the Commanders, then the Giants, and the Bucks, Jacksonville, Saints, and the Rams uh, round out the draft. So let's go over my team, shall we? Uh, uh, the quick hit format. This is only going to be a half hour show just to get you in, get you out, get you primed up for some mock drafting because again, it's never too early to practice reps, reps, reps. Uh, and if you want to stay sharp over the off season, this is how you do it. Even though we're only a month into it, uh, you got to keep it, keep it sharp, keep it, uh, especially up on the news where everybody's going. So let's just take one last look at my team uh, before we let you go today and, and get you ready for uh, a real draft tomorrow, which is going to be the USFL draft. We're going to draft for real uh, and actually keep this team, the next team that we draft, which is going to be the USFL draft. But this is the last, uh, this is the mock draft today. It's a 10-team PPR. Like I said, started out my first pick was uh, Dalvin Cook. Then I went Jamar Chase in round two. Round three, I came back with another receiver in Debo Samuel. Round four, I decided to break from my no tight end rule, swing around and grab Kyle Pitts because, again, I I really like his opportunity over there being probably the only receiver that Atlanta has for the time being and quite possibly for the rest of the season. So if he gets 100,000 targets and, you know, 200,000 yards, I'll be happy. Uh, And then I came back around with Josh Jacobs. I don't know. This guy's my ride or die. I think I'll die on every hill that Josh Jacobs is on. In fact, I have a feeling I'm going to have a lot of Josh Jacobs by the end of this season because if if he continues to fall to round five in drafts, I can't pass him up there. I really honestly can't. So, uh, And then there's uh, Jalen Waddell that I took in round six. Round seven, so this must have been the draft that I decided to take good value because Joe Burrow was sitting there for me uh, in my seventh round pick, so I took him. Pittman in round eight, Marquise Brown in round nine, uh, Mike Williams in 10, Chris Edmonds in 11, Gabriel Davis in round 12, DJ Chark in round 13, and then, of course, Rodrigo Blankenship and the 49ers defense to round out the team. It's a solid team. You know, even as for a 10-team team, I've seen a lot of times where I've had the 
poor opportunity of not turning in a good team. So, you know, another intriguing team, I find, is actually Team 8. They started out with Stephon Diggs. Then they went to Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones. Then they had uh, Walker, or Waller, rather, Darren Waller, uh, Jerry Judy, Tyler Lockett. That's maybe the questionable pick there. James Robinson, uh, does Travis Etienne coming back hurt him? Who knows? Dak Prescott, uh, and then, uh, well, Devontae Smith is the only one that I kind of disagree with here. Julio Jones could be interesting, depending on where he runs out. Noah Fant, Tyler Boyd, uh, Tom Brady. So he's got Dak Prescott and Tom Brady. What a team. And then Robbie Gould and the Jaguars defense. So, again, this is going to be crazy. I will save this board. I will put it up on the show notes so you can see how the entire mock draft shook out because uh, it's an interesting one, and it's definitely one that you can use to sort of map your blueprint when you go to draft your own teams here coming up because, you know, why not, right? We've got some uh, startup dynasty drafts coming up too. Uh, that this had rookies in it, so you know you could basically uh, draft your teams and, and any any sort of startup you got going right now could definitely help you uh, sort of get going there. So, uh, all right, we're gonna wrap it up because I guarantee you right now that that was uh, a lot of fun for me. Uh, it's one of my first mocks that I've done actually uh, <laughs> this season <laughs> for NFL, anyways, and and it's interesting because uh, now with, with everybody being in different places it just makes things a whole the landscape a whole lot more interesting so uh yeah all right that'll do it for this show this episode tomorrow we come back we draft for real with usfl draft we're going to have a listener draft and it's going to be amazing so keep in touch for that and uh yeah i mean we're like i said not but two weeks away from the usfl season go right now to all fantasy sports sign up for your usfl fantasy if you want to be part of my and this show's listener fantasy league uh hit us up on twitter at sgpn fantasy or me at rj via gomez on twitter let me know still a couple of spots left to fill in that league so get in so you can play some usfl fantasy football with us but until tomorrow thanks for listening to this episode and as always let it ride